Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by our lovely friends at ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, ComEd will never come to your home or business or ask you for your account info or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. You think you've been the victim of an energy scam? Please visit ComEd.com slash alert for more information. ComEd Powering Lives. Welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Uh, hey, Eric and gang. You guys are now a gang. Hey, High mess five. With us. You're in mess the gang. Uh, my husband pointed out to me a few years ago that I never finished the last bite of a meal. It doesn't matter how big or small the portion is, I leave one last bite. He pointed this out to me the other night when I left one bite of my burger. I was wondering, is this a woman thing? Does anyone else do this? Is it psychological? Melissa likes dream interpretations. I'd love to hear her take on the... Oh, God. What? <laughs> Come on. We might be here for an hour. No way. Uh, thanks. Just wondering. Tippy. She goes by Tippy. Nice. Nice. Uh, you're not alone on this. I do this exact same thing, Tippy. Do you? Do you? Really? Yep. You don't yep. ever finish a meal? Never. I cannot remember the last time a plate was cleaned. That's weird. What? A lot of times I, I, I will for sure leave at least one bite, sometimes more. Is that a mental thing? Uh, well, like I a, am mental. I'm going with yes. <laughs> like, um, it's not like I don't. Like you don't like, want to like, overindulge. Like, like Tippy, I don't consciously do it. Okay. Like I don't think to myself, leave a bite behind. <laughs> yeah, right. I just always do it. Something snaps or turns off in my brain when there's just a little bit of food left and I shut down. Right. Well, because uh, the, she said in there, or the the, the the story was that even if it's a small portion, so right. it's not necessarily about stuffing yourself. I totally right? get that. That's weird. Like I mentioned my Jersey Mike's. I, I love Jersey Mike's. I would get all the way to the last bite and I would leave it. Yeah, it's um, like the first bite is the best. Mm. And I wish I could have the last bite, but I leave a lot behind too. Um, I find the middle bites to be better than the first and last. Really? The, the first is the middle's the best. where you live. And then all the juice, mm. like in a sandwich, would be at the end. Yeah. But like my mom says it's um like it's superstition, Serbian superstition to not leave the last bite. Like you're leaving she says do you leave not a, do it. Yeah, she's like, you're leaving a part of your soul behind. Oh, really? see, I'm, I'm with her. I'm with Vera then because I, <laughs> I, I seriously, and this is bad too, probably worse actually because uh, truthfully, even if I am stuffed, I like can't leave anything on the plate or I feel weird or guilty really? or something. Really? Unless I wrap it I, up and save it for the next day. I but, get that, but you can oh, get wow. over that because yeah. it took me a long time to get over that too. Wow. Uh, you eat all of it even if you don't. Yeah, candy, unless no. there's enough like to I'm, save for a separate meal. If there's enough there to save for tomorrow, I'll save it for tomorrow and have another meal. You never, ever throw any of those last couple of bites away. If you had, like, two bites left on a sandwich and you just couldn't do it, you would wrap that and save it for the next day. <laughs> yeah, I think I it's... Think, I think you're psychologically more mental than I am. I won't argue with you on that. 312 uh, <laughs> 312-233-1019. Anybody else like this? Anybody else have a theory about this? 312 312- Two three three one zero one nine. Is it a woman thing? Uh, a woman and Eric thing? <laughs> like I'm the only one. Three one two, two three three one zero one nine. Hi Tom. Yes. Uh, you here. you oh, believe boy. you believe what about this uh, theory, Tom? Well, there's an ancient Confucian theory that says you're only supposed to eat eighty percent of your meal. It's called Hadahachi Boon. Ooh, which I is, I believe, what I ordered last night uh, from from the uh, from the Indian place. Yeah, it sounds delicious. It was delicious. Yeah, goes right through you, though. Boy, oh boy! So it's an old uh, Confucius says theory. Is that what you say, Confucian? Yeah, Confucian. Are we even allowed to say that in today's society? What we just uh, if it's from Confucius so. himself. I guess so. Who's yeah. to argue? Uh, and what's the theory on only eating eighty percent of your meal? 
Apparently, you're supposed to just eat until you're 80% full, so you're not overeating or engorging yourself. Gorging gotcha. yourself. Yeah, gotcha. what is if you have a big giant plate? And it's jammed full of food, you well, know? you only eat 80% until you're full, though. It doesn't matter the quantity on the plate. It's oh. what's how much you can eat. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I was thinking more like 80% of the plate no. itself would where you'd be full. But well, What if you only have five peas on your plate? You only right. eat four of them? Well, you keep eating. you got to get to 80% full. You go back and go get some more peas. Oh, okay. Uh, hi, Matt. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. Uh, well, you have a theory? Oh my God. Yes, I do have a theory, actually. Uh, I'm afraid, man. I'm not afraid of your theory. I'm anxious to hear it. I'm afraid of the analysis that's coming afterwards <laughs> with Whip and Melissa. But go ahead, Matt. Okay, about uh, 20 years ago, I had the same question, and I don't think it's a woman thing at all. Mm-hmm. My sister explained to me that out of courtesy, if you're having dinner over at a friend's house, mm-hmm. that you want to leave a last bite to signal to them that you don't need seconds that you've had enough to eat. Look at that. Case, there are no seconds, and they feel guilty that they didn't have enough food to serve you. So it's a, many people would say it's impolite not to clean your plate, but you say actually the opposite. It is quite polite. Correct. It's uh-huh. polite, when you, but it, that doesn't apply in a restaurant because right. it doesn't matter. For, That's true. Restaurant. If you want seconds, you order a second dish. But That's true. at a friend's home, then it's polite to leave a last bite. Right, which is why Whip is the most true. impolite man in the world. The guy finishes every plate. <laughs> totally. like, and then takes stuff with him. Totally. Give me more. And he goes into the people wherever he's having dinner, goes into their pantry and loads up a bunch of their food. Yeah, you shouldn't waste this, I say. Take some with him. <laughs> hey, John. Hey, good morning, Eric. How are you? Uh, great. Your theory. Uh, I had a couple of friends that did that, and I asked them why, and they told me it was an offering. An offering? An offering <laughs> to which which gods would that be? <laughs> well, they believe, they're they Catholics, so they believe in God, but uh-huh. I suppose it works if you're a Buddhist or Maoist or anything. Right. So it's just an offering to the Lord? Yeah. All right. That is interesting. Lord gets hungry, too. It really is. I've never heard that. Yeah. I mean, do you do a prayer or you give it a little blessing or you just leave it there? How does it become an offering to the Lord if you leave it and then you go throw it in the garbage? <laughs> or down the disposal. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I just heard That's it somewhere. What they told me. The yeah. Lord takes many forms, including That's that of a true. raccoon. Hey, John, thank oh you. I feel like, uh, oddly enough, I just spoke to the uh, the four books of the New Testament no. there. John, <laughs> Matt, and Tom. Oh, my God. From the book of Tom. A deep knowledge there, too. Yeah, John, Matt, and Tom, I believe. Those are the uh, four four books of the New Testament, aren't they? And it's like I feel like it was the same person at the same time. Yeah, I'm learning a lot. (laughs) 604, news time from the book of Tom. Okay. Oh, my God. From the book of Matt. Uh, that significant other, that other person in your life, that person that's popping to mind, do they have nothing beautiful people? Seriously? Wow. Wow. I bet you if they were awake, they'd see something about you and that beautiful kayak you have. (laughs) Uh, And at number three, Mike, that person has the most beautiful... But, but. My girlfriend has the most beautiful butt. Oh, okay. she does. Just I mean, I've heard. It. I don't know. I don't know, Mike. It's your business, not mine. At number two, Jenna has the most beautiful nose. Nose. Yeah, the it's nose. the biggest nose. Big nose oh. is a beautiful nose. Big, beautiful nose. And finally, in at number one, that person you're thinking of right now, Bill, has the most beautiful celery butt. Ah, there you go. Celery butt? Yeah, celery butt. Belly button. Belly button. You know what? There's no in-between, Bill, on a belly button. It's either a pretty good-looking belly button or just something that scares people away. That's right. Wouldn't you say? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, perfectly formed belly button. That's something. I'm guessing she has an innie. Yes, an innie. Questions get harder, Bill. 
All right, let's not let's not go too far here. No, I'm just curious. Like, I don't know. What do you Why do with you that? Why do you like to touch it? I don't. Well, because like, what do you just enjoy looking at it? Yeah, just it's beautiful. You have to touch everything. Well, don't, I mean, I don't don't <laughs> ever touch your, my your belly, belly button. Your belly button is beautiful. Can I touch it? <laughs> well, that's, that's normally... You call, you call the cops, and then it's not beautiful anymore. It's a crime. Well, Machine Gun Kelly likes Megan Fox's feet, well, and different. you know he probably likes to touch them. All right, a second ago, we were talking about Machine Gun Kelly. Says that girlfriend Megan Fox has the most beautiful feet ever. And that resulted in Mike saying that uh, his significant other has the most beautiful belly button ever. Which resulted in Violetta being obsessed with belly buttons and feet and touching them and doing weird <laughs> stuff to them. What? Which led to uh, this, which she gave me. This is how I know she's into it. Because uh, is this something somebody who knows you who sent you a private message or sent us a private message ah! at the mix? <gasps> oh yeah, this was uh, this was sent to the mix. All right, and uh, it was it- a private message from somebody. Uh... Somebody's feet. It's called. Yeah. Okay. Somebody's feet. That's her- it says yeah. right now, let me read it to you. I know you're pretty famous now. Are they talking to you? Oh, yeah. This was on my page, actually. So this is not the mixed page. This is well, no, somebody but they, sending but they, you something creepy. They sent it to both. They sent it to both. But this is Got the screen it. grab that I grabbed. Yeah. I know you're uh, pretty famous, so you'll probably never even see this. But I feel like this would be an interesting, unexplored topic on the morning mix coming at you. <laughs> uh, it's competitive <laughs> tickling. And then there's a picture or video of two feet in like a stockade. Yeah. You know, like what? where they're locked in to a yeah. stockade. All right. Now, I'm not saying you or Melissa have to go in and get this thing and test it out, LOL. <laughs> but it sure would be fun to watch. Oh, what? Or even wow. a fun topic to bring up. Or whoever this is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Stop being creepy. Yeah. And you know who you are. Stop being weird and creepy <laughs> and sending us these creepy weird messages. Right. Stop. I, I know. Stop. Stop. Uh, but uh, I guess, you know, some people are into... Feet. Competitive is—is is there such a thing as competitive tickling? Do, uh, no. I guess doesn't that just sound horrible to be locked down and somebody tickles your feet? You can't stop. You and, can't well, get there away. Well, people that enjoy it. Oh my god! Enjoy the feeling of being tickled. Melissa, I hope you enjoyed no. that when you go. Well, <laughs> when I one. go. <laughs> if you enjoyed it too much, oh though, you wouldn't god. have to be in the stockade. I think it's sort of like the uh, fine line between like torture well, and pleasure yeah, or something. I, I think it, that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Part, of the, part of the enjoyment is that you can't get away. Well, I know, but you're going to want to get away, but it won't I let know you. No, you're not actually, but you're going to try to, but you really don't want <laughs> that's to. That's what and I mean. You're going to you try can't. to. Yeah. Like bad things would happen too because you're trying to get away and you can't. You I know, think like you would tinkle pull a your ba- Yeah, you pull your back out. I don't know, like squirming around. You know what I mean? Because you're like, your back I, I flail. Or throw your back Well, out. I flail. If I get tickled, I well, mean, I'm so like flailing around. But you wouldn't you <laughs> like, wouldn't agree then to get into a stockade. You're missing my point. Someone um. who <laughs> enjoys being tickled and says, lock me in a stockade, isn't concerned about their back injury. You have to go through a full physical okay. before they let you join yeah. the league. Once you've reached the lock me in a stockade level... I don't think you have to worry about writhing around and dislocating a shoulder. I think you're there by choice. You've done it before. You know your body's response to it. And you enjoy it. Okay. Can we get back to the, to the topic of competitive tickling? Yes. Competitive tickling. Can somebody can somebody Google that and see if that exists? Sure. We'll Did you want to get into it? Well, I just want to see what it is. I know. I'm just wondering. I want to see if, if there's like a it. league 
Or, you know, <laughs> a is, league? It, is, it, is there <laughs> like a big region that uh, does this? Like this is big in the <laughs> Northwest. Right. Or is there like a secret hidden society that's into this stuff? Yeah, we laughed at competitive eating once right. too, and now look at it. Right. Maybe, yeah, somebody wants to be crowned competitive tickling champion. I don't know. Let's see if we can find that out. Violetta received uh, somebody that wants to get her and Melissa to lock their feet into some kind of stockade <laughs> for a competitive God. tickling league or something, something mm. weird. I, I, for the record, this person, I've already called the cops on you. Good. I called Good. the cops, right? Because it's weird. Uh, but then I got wondering, okay, is they, they mentioned competitive tickling. Is there a league? Is this a, a like a private underground group? Is it, what is it? Did anybody find anything? Yes, well. Yeah, well, there apparently was a documentary on HBO a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. Welcome to the Dark World of Tickling. Dark World of Tickling. About competitive tickling, and there is a creepy-looking guy with a creepy porn mustache. Uh, that is a, also a perfect lead-in yes. for what's coming up. Yeah, creepy porn mustache guy laying back, kind of like relaxing, arms behind the head with his feet in the stockade. Is this and... the picture you gave me, Violetta? No, that's not the same one, All but right. that same is from one? the similar okay. documentary. It's from the same article from HuffPost about that documentary. Yeah. So apparently this has been covered by a documentary, and they say there's never any nudity, but uh, somebody's always no. still left breathless. Like I'm watching here, and there's uh, <laughs> there's uh, three guys. One is uh, laying down. He's all tied up. And then there's uh, two guys. Everybody's uh, you know dressed like they just got uh, they just got done uh, working in the yard. Yeah, or like they're gonna play soccer. Right. In the ones and I'm the, looking at. And uh, one, the two are tickling the one. He seems to be loving it. Uh, competitive <laughs> endurance tickling is what it's called. Uh, there's never any nudity, nothing like that. It's just uh, well, somebody tied down and being tickled because they enjoy it. Yeah, the okay. Tickle King apparently is another There's special. There's a king. Yeah, the Tickle. Well, I don't know if that's just the name of a, another special, apparently, which was the follow-up to this original like documentary. Tiger King, but yeah. not. I, yeah, well, exactly. Well, see, now that's another thing they should Weird. put together as a documentary, you know, a full series for people to watch during quarantine. I, I don't know if I could watch that. Oh, well, we watched Tiger King. Yeah, yeah. They have to re. They have to re-release yeah. this or, like, re-promote it right now. We'd all watch. So do you think that they try to go for, like, whoever can stay, you know, tied down the longest and get tickled? Like, do they have a safe word? Like, when do they get out? When do you stop? Every, everything I, you're saying is making me uncomfortable. Yeah, I that's, bet you all that's in there that you got to watch the documentary. Yeah, why don't you watch it? You seem to be more yeah, interested. Yeah, very. In, you shared the message. <laughs> you're using safe words. You're maybe well, you should say? be the one to do. I this. don't want to be tickled. Uh-huh. The mix. Like, right, maybe you went through a roulette phase. Oh, for 90 days, all you can think about was playing roulette. You're like, I have, I have caught the bug. <laughs> Sounds fun. And decided, hey, I can't do that anymore. Or maybe you went through like a beer brewing in the bathtub phase. Oh, okay. You know, like that, remember that one summer when you thought, all right, I'm going to brew beer all summer long in my bathtub. I'm going to start my own beer line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that phase ended. Like Harry Styles and his uh, mustache phase that he's going through right now. 312 233 one zero one nine. Greg, your phase was what? Hi, Greg. How you doing? Uh, your phase was what? Well, back in the eighties, I had that combination: Tom Selleck, porn star, and Napoleon Dynamite going because I had a perm, <laughs> the fat mustache, and it, not good. Yeah, a little Coach Ditka in you too. Ah. Remember when Coach Ditka had the perm? He did. Oh my gosh, that's right. When he first yeah. got here. Yeah. Weird luck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a good luck that. <laughs> uh, you went through a phase, Adam. Yeah, I, uh, my mid twenties, right before my son was born, I was rocking the mutton shop. You went through a mutton shop phase. 
Yeah, I was in love with Wolverine. I couldn't help it. I had to do it. Yeah, yeah. So those, uh, for those that aren't familiar, those big, huge, wide sideburns that kind of blend right down into your face yeah. where your beard should be? Yeah, there's just no mustache, just kind of the weird, awkward beard. Uh, uh, how, uh, how difficult is it to maintain the mutton chops? <laughs> it's very difficult. It's tough to get it just right, and I never really got it right. It just looked terrible. Did you also at that time go through a moonshine in the mountains of Tennessee phase? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Thank my you. gosh. Anytime you see those moonshine shows, the guys always have mutton chops. Totally. <laughs> always. Is this one that hard? No, I, I'm really surprised. Maybe it's hard effect. to admit. I don't know why. You feel like a failure? Yeah, I know my friend, because we still make fun of, well, not make fun of her. We, yes, you we do. poke fun. Yes, and do. we. That's making fun. <laughs> just different words. We don't make fun of her. We poke fun. Well, no matter oh. what her state is, we're like, oh, she can't eat this because she doesn't eat meat. And she's like, I'm not a vegetarian today. I'm like, okay. I'm not one today. Wow. <laughs> the green effect vegetarian, skinnier, less outgoing than meat eaters. Denise Richards quits her vegetarian diet after years of not eating meat, saying, yeah, it felt pretty good. Now the phones mm. are exploding. Oh, See, there we go. This is how it is now. It's like everybody's like, I know. I know. We're in a weird time. We really are. Uh, And many people, of course, assume the vegetarian diet because they want to be healthier and lose weight. Another study says to lose weight, don't eat dinner after 6 p.m. A Johns Hopkins University research study says. 6 p.m.? Yeah, don't eat dinner after 6 p.m. The morning Mm. is so much longer after that. Well, that's how it is. You want to lose weight. That's what you got to do, says Johns Hopkins. Yeah, they're smart. Don't eat dinner after 6 p.m. Vegetarian quitter. Hey there, Jeff. Hey, what's going on? Uh, You are a vegetarian quitter? Yeah, I am. All right, uh, how long did you go? About three years. Three years. Good job, good job. All right. All right. Was it three years of pure hell, or did you enjoy it? Uh, it was okay. I, I actually did it to lose weight as well. Uh-huh. And uh, what was the reason you decided after three years, eh, that's enough? I wanted a cheeseburger. <laughs> ah, yeah. That'll do and it. how good did it taste? It was awesome. Yeah. I bet. How'd your body react? Did it take about a week for your body to figure out what just happened to it? Uh, it didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a quick run to the bathroom. I bet. Uh, Tony. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh, Tony. Tony, you're a vegetarian quitter? Yeah, I went on for about 10 months and, uh, uh, you know, did it for a little bit of health as well to see if I could do it. And uh-huh. uh, was with uh, some golf buddies last week and had, uh, let's see, lamb, uh, pork, yeah. steak. Yeah. And I'm like... You basically <laughs> ate the entire farmyard. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and, and a big old tuna steak. Oh, wow. Really good, so. Oh my I'm gonna, God! I'm gonna, I'm gonna you just of, went for I'm it. I'm gonna try and stay on it a little bit yeah. here and there. You're calling from the bathroom, aren't you? You sound so tired from yeah. it. <laughs> I am meat crazed. I literally went into the farmyard and said, "I'm eating that, that, yeah. that, and that. Serve them up." Wow. Uh, how often would you say uh, you get carded Violetta? Eighty percent of the time, fifty percent, a hundred percent, twenty percent. Um, I'm probably at uh, like seventy percent. How about you, Melissa? Um, like now, seriously, 20%? 20%. But you only recall, because I feel like everybody, they'll just cart anybody who walks in the door. Like what age do you think? Because the question becomes, it's annoying to get carted. It's annoying mm-hmm. to not get carted. At what age do they just generally, you yeah. notice they stop asking? I was going to say 32. 32. What do you think, Violetta? That's exactly what I guess. I think after 32, I'm not really going to be asked that anymore. Uh, what do you think, Whip? I'll go with a nice even 30, Eric. 
See, I was going to go like 41. Oh. Really? 41, 42. I feel like they just keep asking. Really? Yeah, I feel like it. Vicky? Good morning, morning, friend. Uh, what age 35. did they stop? I'm sorry? I say 35. 35 is uh, what you experienced? No, actually, I'm in my 50s, and I only experienced it like a year ago. Oh, wow. It was hey. Wow, you look great. Get Keep it, it sexy. Yeah, no great. kidding. Good for no, you. When you're, when you're short, I just think that they just... It's a height issue, you say? <laughs> <laughs> when, you know, when you're short, they card you. Because uh, short people must be young. She's still oh got some years to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. like a, still must be a teenager because I'm, you know, four foot ten. All right. All right. <laughs> 35. Uh, what do we have for Vicky? Okay, you got a $100 gift certificate to Shaw's Crab House, a Let Us Entertain You restaurant. Shaw's has two restaurants in one, a jazzy, sophisticated seafood restaurant and a carefree, lively oyster bar. Uh, we spoke to uh, 10 people. 10 people. The average, they say, uh, what it worked out to is 34. Oh, oh okay. 34 is when... Stop getting asked. It's just such a mental thing because when you're younger, you don't want to get carded. And then when you get older, you're like, but why aren't you carding me? That's the whole idea. That's That's about the same time that when you're checking out like at the grocery store and the kid is like bagging your groceries and he calls you ma'am. Same thing. Ugh. I got called sir in eighth grade. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, you were a sir. Sir? Did you get called by a fourth grader? No, I was working like in a carnival. in like a fourth grader? Yeah, maybe like a kid my own age. (laughs) Like, thank you, sir. Oh, wow. I know, it's weird. Are you making him do yard work that you were supposed to be doing? It's all coming back to me now. I was working at a carnival for some reason. Uh, You were a carny? No, I mean, I think I was. You were a carny? I think I was helping out at a local carnival in Roselle. How do you help out? Surprised that you weren't kidnapped and we never saw you again. Because I think I'm just remembering this as I'm saying it. And now I'm pretty sure it actually happened. Yeah, no, I was like helping somebody (laughs) out like uh, at a carnival of some kind of carnival district. Yeah. And asked the carny if you could help. And then a a seventh grader called you, sir. Thank you, sir. Were you working one of the games or one of the rides that certainly wasn't uh, up to code? No, no, I think it was one of the games. I swear. Yeah. I can't breathe. You were a carny? Did you, I don't even remember they, how that happened. Did they take you into any of those trailers? No. No. Oh my, I think oh my parents God. said, do not go in a trailer. That's where you draw the line. Oh, thank oh my God. God. That is oh my so... God. I've never wow. knew that about you. 312-233-1019-817. So Grubhub they released a study, The State of the Plate. Looking at food trends based on their orders in 2020, more specifically, they've seen a significant rise and increase in an order of what during the pandemic? What is the number one most popular order since the start of 2020? It's 299% more popular. Can't get enough of what, Eddie? Pizza. Pizza. No, seems like the obvious choice, but not it. Okay. Okay. Not it. Gotta be what, Jeff? Tacos. Tacos. Another oh. great choice. Oh, not it. Okay. Uh, I went. I discovered this new Mexican place, uh, and uh, last night I went with the Mexican Cuban sandwich. Oh, mm. is that good? Really good. A lot of cheese oh, melting. Good. Yeah, you got you know everything going on in there. There's a lot of action going on in there. <laughs> According to Grubhub, the number one order that's up 299 percent during this pandemic, Jasmine. A spicy chicken sandwich. There it is, spicy chicken sandwiches. Oh, okay. Get out. Yep. Yep. 
299%. They're the grub wow. like, we can't get enough spicy chicken sandwiches to bring to you people. Wow. Well, you know, I'm surprised. Well, in the air in general, even before the pandemic, you know, you had the Popeyes thing for a while. Then you sure. had the spicy nuggets from Wendy's. A lot right. of spicy chicken stories were brewing. Uh, you enjoy a good spicy chicken sandwich, Jasmine? I love it, and I've been craving it. Have you? Have you? Mm. Uh, Now your mouth is watering. All right. Uh, The spicy chicken sandwich up 299%. Now, to clarify on this list that I'm about to share with you, I think because it was 299% more popular, they're going with a more popular based result. Whereas if, you know, they used to, they delivered two prior to this, now they delivered 25. It's way up. Right. I mean, it's the most delivered. Yeah. It's just the most popular increased delivery right, right. what's spicy changed? chicken was number one because number two is the plant-based burger oh, oh but oh, everybody wow. was so into that the impossible burger still and, into it 291 yeah. percent more popular at number three the most popular orders of 2020 according to grubhub the vanilla shake oh. really traditional yeah 273 percent more popular number four is the iced latte yeah number five chili just chili, chili. okay <laughs> Comfort food. Chili's up 228%. This is since 2020s. Or so it starts. This is February, March, April. Okay, but. Yeah. (laughs) Again, 228%. Maybe the first three months, it went crazy and it hasn't been ordered much since then, but it went crazy. I was assuming since the pandemic started. Right. Since the beginning of 2020, I said at the beginning. Well, I know, but I was thinking that it oh really hit hard. Cinnamon roll. March. <laughs> oh, cinnamon <laughs> roll at number six. There we go. Those are good. The chimichanga at number seven. Also good. The beef burrito at number eight. The potato taco at number nine. Never what even is heard a of potato it. taco? Oh, it's never so even good. Heard of it. Never even heard of it. And the Taro milk tea at number 10. Yeah, yeah, that's with the little balls at the bottom. Little balls at the bottom. Like with jelly balls. Little jelly balls. Yeah, like a bubble Wasn't tea. Wasn't that your nickname in high school? <laughs> little jelly balls. <laughs> oh, God, no. I don't know what any of that means. Fine, <laughs> let's move along. How do I tell my boyfriend that he's becoming selfish in bed without making him feel attacked? He was good. Now they've settled into a little bit of a routine. It's not really working for her. How does she get him back to point A? 312-233-1019. And your suggestion is? Hi. um, I was saying sexual bets between partners. You don't even have to really talk to them about it. So gamble. Just gamble. Yeah. It's like playing a game. If you do this or if you get the right answer for this or you know this, Uh I'll give you this or, you know. That feels like a sexual bribe more than a bet. It is. It is. But it works for both of you. So it motivates both of you. And then he finds out what you like. All right. All right. So a little little bribery. (laughs) A little game plan. Want A, deliver B. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, You have the suggestion of what, Kathy? Hi. Good morning. So I think that instead of bringing it up to him you can get a fun game so they have like a deck of cards uh-huh. where it just spice things up you both are doing different things to each other and it can kind of open up some horizons all right all right, all right. so bring all up right. the card game yeah. okay all right oh my gosh. i was thinking before we get started we'd play a hand of cards here <laughs> yeah. hey look what they're yeah. doing let's do that yeah. okay and oh uh, finally advice offered jody my theory is, you know what you want. You be the aggressor. Go get it. 
Be Go the aggressor. Oh, this is so much. Go get what you want, girl. Yeah, you take it. Right. Charge, girl. Right. You got this. Yeah, force the issue. <laughs> He's not handling a right. You make him handle a right. <laughs> yeah, you I go in was... there. Show him how it's done. Be the yeah, aggressor. Ask him to leave. <laughs> you know what's most interesting? What? Not a peep out of whip during oh, this. This is a listening <laughs> session. I'm incredibly uncomfortable with all this. <laughs> so, about, all about listening. <laughs> Look at all these tidbits. <laughs> Right here on the Mix Tidbit Tuesday. A whole bunch of stories, a bunch of headlines. Uh, generally, if you listen with regularity, a bunch of confusion. <laughs> That's the fun part. Well, That's yeah, what happens sometimes. on Tidbit Tuesday. You know how we're having our big party today. Yeah, we're I'm below so the line 49. We're going to follow all the rules. We're not going to have any, not going to have more than 50. We're going to maintain social distancing. And if we have to, we'll put it in, put sure. in an electric fence. Uh, oh, okay. UK pub installs electric fence at the bar to ensure social distancing. Well, that'll do it. So they don't want you too close to the bar. So they put the fence in, and if you get too close, you get zapped. And, and you know people are curious. Is it really electric? So yeah. they touch it. Or they, they drink too much. and <laughs> Yeah, that possibility exists too. Yep, next thing you know, you're a little too close, and this happens. I'm like, I'm I'll show you. That will ruin your JMO shot right there. <laughs> so be on the lookout. If we have to go to those lengths tonight to put the electric fence up for our below the line 49. A uh, new study says macho men. Think so people use that word? <laughs> macho men more likely to suffer health and social issues in old age. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so we have to be worried. You got yeah. somebody on the gram that's, uh, you know, got his shirt off, or you were hooking up with some guy on Tinder, Bumble, with his shirt off, and yeah. all he cares is about working out and, mm-hmm. and tanning, gym yeah. tan laundry. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, he's going to suffer health and social issues in old age, but he won't be lonely. That's really? Another study says loneliness likely to decrease with age, not increase. What? What? Yep. Maybe you get just used to, you know, your own quiet time. Yeah, yeah. yeah just comfortable with You're it. You're comfortable kinda, with kinda yourself. Like it. huh. New research suggests uh, that young people are more likely than older people to feel lonely, that people in countries that are uh, collectivist rather than individualistic are less likely to feel lonely, and that loneliness is more likely to affect men than women. Oh, okay. I think it's like fear of missing out. So when you're older, you don't have much to do anyway, so there's nothing you're missing. Ooh. <laughs> Out on. All right. Yeah, let's not. Uh... Well, no, because like my grandma has like, very few options, so she's not, she's happy with what she's got. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the miniskirt was named the most iconic fashion statement of all time. Oh, in a British my survey. God. Wow. Yes. Holy. A recent survey of 2,000 <laughs> residents determined the miniskirt to be the most iconic fashion statement of all time, followed closely by the little black dress, hot pants, Denim jackets and platform shoes. Ah, man, where's George? Flared <laughs> pants, leather biker jackets, <laughs> shoulder pads, knee high boots, and skinny jeans rounded out your top 10. Ah, wow. All right. Wow. You on the pot, <laughs> Melissa? I know you're a huge pothead. Uh, You've been back to the dispensary. I know you're a regular. N- I haven't, but I like the CBD. Uh, new study says legalizing marijuana is increasing housing prices. A new analysis suggests that states that have legalized marijuana actually see a boost in housing prices, with the effect most pronounced once nearby retail outlets open for business. Everybody's trying to buy a house near the pot store. (laughs) Wow. If you live near the pot store, your value just went up, not down. Wow. It's kind of interesting. And something you might not have expected, the munchies 
A study out of France reveals that marijuana users are less likely to be obese than non-potheads. What's going on here? I thought that gave you the munchies. That's what I was saying. Down is up. Yeah, Yeah. so you'd eat. Researchers studied 50,000 people and found that 22 to 25 percent of non-tokers were obese, (laughs) while just 16 to 17 percent of potheads were. Yeah. A lot of numbers. Yeah, so you're not, you know, you would think, oh, you're on uh, the pot like Melissa, you're rolling through a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> Those are like newbie. Yeah. People on TikTok are making large pans of smoked queso, and it looks incredible. Speaking of uh, having the munchies. That sounds delicious. Yeah. We need a full 15-second report tomorrow. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Under the hashtag, hashtag smoked queso. TikTokers are sharing videos of their own version of the appetizer. Mm. I love queso. Oh, my gosh. If it's done right, it oh, is man. one of my favorites. Man, you I feel got... like you can't do it wrong. I like it everywhere. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had it wrong. What's your? Uh, what do you like most about it, Melissa? Um, You know, I don't know. It's just like the perfect combination with chips. And, uh-huh. you know, I can eat an entire queso thing myself. Really? But I don't like it when they put sausage in it. Or like it? meat. Where I like it, it just the cheese. Is it? I mean, uh-huh. I'm just wondering how what you're, how what you're doing. There it is right here. Because it says in the smoked queso, uh, <laughs> people are using pepper jack, cheddar, Velveeta, Monterey Jack, you name it, all sorts of cheeses, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gouda. 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 Greatest thing I ever heard of. Uh, this is also the greatest thing. Baseball returns uh, Thursday and Friday with That's the opening right. day. That's wow. right. This is the greatest thing. A new study says fans' desire for return of sports has increased despite the pandemic. We've reached a point in the pandemic where we're like, screw it. Bring the sports back. We'll figure it out later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even the live exhibition games have been going on the last couple of days. Right. I mean, generally speaking, especially with no fans there to provide energy, would be the most boring thing in the world. Listen to who's enthusiastic. Well, to hear I it. No, He's I wasn't going to say guy. myself. I feel like yeah. I've heard a lot of people yeah. talking about, like, you see the game last night? It's like, yeah. that's an exhibition game. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> jacked. They, yeah. they want sports back. They right. want football back in the fall. Right. They're very excited about it. Right. Got to figure out a way to get it done Mm -hmm. and finally on tidbit tuesday the boat from jaws is being rebuilt to study sharks really the original creators behind the iconic orca from steven spielberg's jaws are rebuilding the boat from scratch what's more it's all being captured in a new documentary aptly titled return of the orca and they're going to use it to go back out shark hunting again the boat from jaws okay Eric in the Morning Podcast, brought to you by our lovely friends at ComEd Powering Lives. Uh, ComEd will never come to your home or business or ask you for your account info or demand immediate payment, but scammers will. If you think you've been the victim of an energy scam, please visit ComEd.com slash scam alert for more information. ComEd Powering Lives. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.